Schedulicity has done it once again. They, uh, uh, in addition to their $5,000 a month grant that they give to a barber or to a hairstylist, um, they just, uh, they just made it so it's uh, a little bit easier to make some money. Yeah. I mean, they uh, came out with a credit card processing uh, payment system called Schedulicity Pays. It's pretty exciting, right? I mean, like they're offering it, uh, they're offering credit card processing for 1.99% or 10 cents a, a swipe, but... And what's cool about that is that they'll get, even give you a uh, free uh, card reader. That's unheard of, right? Because I know I paid like a bunch of money for mine. Yeah. You know? So they're going to give it to you free and then only charge you 1.99% with... Uh, 10 cent a swipe fee, right? Yeah, you can't beat that. You can't beat that at all. Um, and also what's really cool too is it works within your Schedule City app, so you don't even have to leave the app or use a different um, like app outside of outside of the, uh, you know, the, the, the already app, right? Yeah, you just stay in one platform. That's can't it. get easier than that either. I'm like, <laughs> I know, right? And you can uh, manage all your uh, all your papers right through there, right? Yeah, all your inventory and everything. It, you know, all major credit cards are accepted. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And the best part, which is also what makes Schedulicity incredible, is their their customer service, or as I like to be called, the rock stars. The rock stars. So you still have the love, same. Love the rock stars. The rock stars are are the difference makers in this company, as far as I'm concerned. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. And so you still get that uh, that that same service with them. Um, so I mean, literally getting paid just got a little bit better. Yeah. And then for uh, more information, just visit schedulicitycares.com to find out uh, more information on getting paid. Schedulicity cares. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey. Of course, I sit with my best bud, Tony. What's up, man? What's up, homie? Uh... I'm stoked about today. I am. I, I think it's uh, it, it's going to be a conversation that uh, I think it's needed. I, I agree. Um, a, a little bit. So today we're talking to uh, Arielle. I'm not attempting her last name, so stop looking at me. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure she'll do it. Uh, but but um, Arielle, we had her on about a year ago. She talked about her wedding contract. And Arielle actually, I, I don't know if she's fully responsible, but she's certainly uh, partially responsible for our, uh, for our Thursday business release um, podcast because we got such great response. Oh, 100%. She, uh, yeah, because when we were finding out our story, then we somehow we just got dove into that contract and the response to that was amazing it was unbelievable uh she talked about uh, uh wedding contracts and, and 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 how to form them and all that kind of stuff and still to this day we i get um people reaching out saying hey what was that podcast you did about weddings and i go ariella you gotta you gotta reach out to her yep so, so i guess uh then since the the, the cat's out of the bag right yep i got the first name you got the last name no <laughs> so um, that's not my role i've never <laughs> attempted names <laughs> you're the smart one at the table um so uh so yeah so let's bring her so miss ariella welcome back to your day actually you know what even on that sorry ariella i tried, stepped on you again i think this is our longest like it's been like well over a year and a half since we had her on last right um, um yeah some somewhere around that about, right? about a year right how did it take this long ariella welcome back to your day off 
What is up, you guys? I'm so happy to be here. We are stoked to have you, man, honestly. I think it has been about a year and a half, so I'm excited to be back. I have lots of stuff to talk about. Yeah, it was so nice physically to meet you in Premier Philly. I know, that was so awesome. It was a crazy day, but it was just so cool to finally put like a face to you guys and be able to see you and hang out for a minute. That was awesome. They're really that ugly. (laughs) (laughs) And life adds 10 pounds. Right. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. We actually met her um, in the Tabitha coffee room. Yep. When we did the live pack yeah, podcast, that was cool. podcast with Miss Tabitha. So I liked it. That's awesome. So Ariella, so uh, what are we going to talk about today? Today is all about what to do and how to basically keep moving the needle in your business when it is off season. So and you're talking about, you're talking about a wedding business. Wedding business, right. So we're coming, we're kind of windling down from fall season and we're hitting the winter season and everyone that's listening might have a different, you know, might be living elsewhere and has different seasons, but our off season is typically at this point, I would say December through about February, March. Um, Weddings are still pretty scattered between like December and like the new year. There's some like Christmas weddings, but generally it's not like slammed every weekend like it is during like the summer and the fall. Um, so basically I just want to talk about how to keep your business going when it's off season. A lot of people think that just because it's off season, that there's nothing to do, they're not making money and they're kind of just hanging around and waiting for like April and May to kind of roll around for the for the spring season. However, there's so much, so much, so much like background business stuff to do. So I wanted to talk all about that. Awesome. Let's get into it, dude. So, uh, so, so you know, let's say it's, it's, it's the end of November or something and, and, you know, your weddings are starting to, uh, to dry up a little bit, you know, what are the first or the first few things that, um, that you should uh, take into account? Yeah. Well, first and foremost, I think it's important to just kind of review your season and see like what hiccups you had, what like challenges or obstacles that you may have gone through and go back into your contract and basically just check things out that weren't in your contract that need to be added. Um, So for example, something that has recently come up for me that I'm for sure adding into my contract is basically we're not responsible for any lost items during a wedding, which is like kind of crazy because I never thought about this before. So that's something that I'm doing off season. So I'm dwindling down, I'm reviewing my contract and I had a hiccup that happened over the season. So that's something I'll be adding. So really just going in and dissecting your contract and adding things that need to be there that you didn't have time to add at the very time that it happened. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's a, that's a big one. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing is after an entire season, you have all these new photos of brides and, you know, weddings. So I like to go into my website and really just update my portfolio, add in like my new fresh photos, um, add it to basically all my accounts. Um, for most people, I feel like at this point, Instagram's kind of like their most updated portfolio because you're always, you know, posting content, but people always forget about their website. So it's important to update your website. Also, you don't want like hairstyles that you did from five years ago because you think no one's checking out your website. Right. Um, so basically just refreshing your website, refreshing your contract. Um, those are things that are just basically going to help, you know, accentuate your business. Um Another thing is you obviously want to keep having content during off season. If you're not doing any weddings, you know, what photos are you using? What content are you using? Um, so make sure that you're reaching out to your brides, getting their, their photos from their wedding, picking up reviews from them. Um, 
and also reaching out to their photographers for some professional photos also. Nice. So, uh, so do you kind of refresh my memory? Do you, do you, uh, use a normal, um, a normal, do you use a photographer, <laughs> do you use the same photographer for a lot of the weddings or, or you just, you just meet them and, and exchange information when you're there? I feel like I, I don't work with the same ones. I feel like I tend to see the same ones if we're working in the same area. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm always meeting new photographers. Uh, so I always get their information. I always get their Instagram handle. So I'm like stalking them for photos. Like I want these photos. So if I don't get them from the bride, then I'll reach out to the photographer and they're usually they're kind enough to send me the link and I get to kind of pick and choose whatever ones I think that would best fit my portfolio. Um, I love some getting ready shots. I love some action shots. So those are the ones that I like to put in my portfolio. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I of course want ones of like the bride and the groom or her spouse, her partner. Um, so I do, I do reach out to the photographer and I connect with them too. But during wedding season, they're editing their photos all season long. So I don't want to bother them the entire season. So I'll just kind of touch base with them after like wedding season has died down a little. Good point, by the way. That is a great point. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. I'll, I'll be the guy that would constantly bother them during the, day, <laughs> the height of the season. They'd be like, man, I hate this dude. Yeah. Yeah. So I have done that. And then I never end up getting the photos, not because they're annoyed by me, but just because they're so busy. I'm like the last on their list. They're, you know, they want to get it over to their client before myself. Of course. That makes sense. Yeah. So, and then if you feel like you didn't have like a great season and you feel like perhaps you didn't get the photos you were looking for, then I also recommend um, committing to a couple styled shoots. So a styled shoot, they're usually, uh, for trade. So you're basically offering your hair and or makeup services for trade. And in return, you get the photos that you want. Um, so not only do you get content for your Instagram or for your social media, but you also, you also get to connect with local vendors. So photographers, florists, just people that you kind of get to like connect and network with, which, um, essentially could be a nice referral base. That makes so so much sense because if you organize yourself in the off season and as we go through this, through, through the process that you're going through now, it just makes the, the, the season so much easier and, and maybe not, you, you don't feel overwhelmed and, and such chaos, right? So oh, if you can organize yourself in the off season and have everything lined up, it makes the wedding season probably so much easier. We can just focus on the wedding season, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it really does. For me, like I, I kind of look forward to off season because I get to gather my thoughts and I've been so overwhelmed with making sure everyone's good and happy that then I need to kind of prepare myself for the next season and make sure that my other future clients are in good hands too. Like if they get, you know, the yucky end of the stick because I'm so burnt out after wedding season, like that's not cool for them either. So like I even for myself need that in time too. Right. I dig that. Do you, so you must really look forward to it. And then maybe it's a place to put that energy, right? If you're feeling burnt out, you're like, okay, it's just two more months of this. And then I can reevaluate everything that I'm doing and, and, and everything that, um, that, that my business is doing. So, so it's great. Now we're all set up, you know, we know how we're going to look now. How do you go about in the off season drumming up that new business? So I think, again, I think that doing networking events is everything because you want a strong referral base. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, networking, um, and not, not so many people do bridal shows anymore, but that's an option too. Um, I don't necessarily do bridal shows, but I do do open houses. So open houses would be me donating my time. I'm not paying for a table, but I get to connect with people that have already booked at this particular venue. So I've done open houses before. Um, 
and really reaching out to like venues and hotel coordinators and trying to get on their recommended vendor list. So there's like, if I'm like at multiple venues, you know, multiple times of the year, I will then reach out to the coordinator and say, Hey, I've been here about three times this season. I'd love to connect. I'd love to be a strong referral base. You know, how can I, you know, service your brides and how can I get on your recommended vendor list, which is like everything. Go back, explain to me what the open house is. So I, I, I got lost there a little bit. Yeah, open house would essentially be if I am a preferred vendor for, let's just say, a venue, and they have an open house where they their brides get to, or their partners, their brides, grooms, they get to come in and do maybe like a wedding tasting. They'll do a wedding tasting, and then it's surrounded by all the vendors that are recommended for that uh. particular venue. Right. So what's nice about that is basically it's like a hot list of people that have already booked this venue. So they're kind of picking and choosing other vendors that they, you know, they're still looking for. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that is, totally yeah, that's sense. really cool. Yeah, totally. I got confused, I guess, because she mentioned it was on the heels of, of bridal shows. So I was like, how does the open house and the bridal show work together? But so you're saying the actual vendor or the actual like um, venue you know, has an open house and brings in the, that's, that's actually genius, right? Yeah. A lot of, actually a lot of venues now are doing that. Um, I mean, people are still doing bridal shows. I personally don't love the bridal show situation. I don't feel like it. it's worked. It's worked for me in the past, but that was like six, seven years ago. I don't really think people are doing bridal shows as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally wouldn't be the one to invest in one. I, I'll just say it that way. Okay. Got it. So what, um, so how are you, do you ask your brides for referrals or, or, or like, how does, you know, it, it's a, you know, the, the bridal game is a, is a, is a, is a, he said, she said kind of thing as far as like, you know, who, who they used or, or whatever. How, how do you make sure that you're on front of mind when it comes to, uh, you know, past brides or. It really, really is. So I'm, I'm really good at asking them for reviews after like their wedding, their honeymoon kind of dies down. So I do ask for the reviews. I used to do this thing that I feel like I should get back into it, but it just, I kind of fell off from it, but I am considering doing it again as I used to do a referral program. So basically every time someone would send me a bride, I would send them a gift card. Mm. The reason I stopped that, and when I say gift card, I mean like $10, $20 to like Amazon or Starbucks or just something to show my appreciation. The only reason I stopped doing that is because I honestly got too overwhelmed to keep track of who referred who. That was, that was my only, my only downfall, but I'm, I try to really make it a point to, to post things on like my Instagram stories. So just thank people for the referral and and word of mouth is really how you support a small business. Got it. Got it. Um, so what next, what, what's next on your to-do list in the off season here? Yeah. Another thing that is obviously important all year round, but I think it's the best time when you finally unwind is to go get inspired, take some classes, take some education, uh, whether it be like a hands-on hair or makeup course, or just, just business education, anything to really move your business forward and be able to offer something new to your future brides. Now, do you recommend that those classes are within the bridal world or like any business class? Uh, anything that someone feels like they're lacking in. So business classes, meaning if they feel like something is missing in their business, if they need a lawyer to hire for their contracts, if, I mean, really anything that's missing in the business side, but Mm -hmm. it's a really great time to also do hands-on. So a hands-on updo class, uh, something that they feel like they're not really super great at for makeup. 
um, really just focusing on their skill set and maybe not even taking class. Maybe that means grabbing your mannequin that you haven't had time for. That's kind of like stash at the bottom of all your stuff. Finally pulling that out and like doing things that you've seen tutorials and things like that. So basically honing in on your skills in the all season. So you're prepared for the, for the season. That's exactly right. I mean, even for myself, like it's something I do too. I've been doing this forever, but I'm ready to pull out my mannequin and something I'm focusing on personally is trying to get faster at updos, which means putting down the curling iron and using other tricks and techniques. So using a braid to do an updo using knots and loops instead of pulling out my curling iron. So that's something I'm focusing on. So I want to kind of start eating away at the, how long it takes me to do updos. Uh, so that's something I'm personally working on during my off season is I'm finally pulling out my, my mannequin who's I need to dust off a little bit mm-hmm. and just, just doing different things to save some time. So that's what I'm personally working on during off season when it comes to hands-on. Are you taking any classes? Because I know that um, I know you've connected with a few people, certainly from the podcast and, and the wedding people that we've done. Have you guys? Um, have, are you going to do classes with any of those guys? Or you guys uh, I together? wish. So I have connected with Renee a little bit, and mm-hmm. I've been dying to just go to one of her classes. And every time she was actually just in Lancaster um, a couple weeks ago, or maybe just recently this past weekend, and I just I couldn't make it down there. But I'd love to connect with more of the people that are doing some education. I'd love to even do like uh, hands-on and a business collaboration. I, I did a workshop with, with someone local who was doing a hands-on and I was doing basically like a trial and consultation workshop. And that was really cool. So I like connecting, um, and doing things like that, but I haven't, I haven't been able to make it out anywhere. I could totally see like her, Renee, and maybe like a, a killer makeup artist getting together and just doing like a, like a day long seminar, a two day seminar. Um, yeah, that would I, be bomb. That would be so cool. That would be really, really mega cool. You know, because I, I mean, I don't know. Ariel is kind of, Renee talked about it a little bit. Um, what's Renee, give out Renee's handle, by the way, because I forget what it is. Uh, Renee Styles. Yeah. Renee Bridal Styles, I believe. Now I'm looking that up. <laughs> good, good deal. I'll keep talking then. But it'd be kind of cool. Like, like, like Ariel is like the first, the, the only one that I know that's really like investing in the business side of, of, of the bridal world. You know, and it's probably the one that, that, that everyone, it's easy to learn how to do updos if you're passionate about it, right? But sometimes that passion doesn't carry over to your business. I mean, we've seen that a billion times in our industry. 100%. You know, so it's, I would love to see it. I think, I think it's, um, you know, like, like we talked earlier, like, you know, Tony and I are always trying to find, like, you know, what's missing in the industry, you know, what holes need to be filled. And I think that'd be an incredible class. Oh, yeah, because Renee is one of the ones that was, when we talked about uh, your contracts, she was blown away by so, I mean, I think you guys would be a perfect fit. Yeah, I totally want to connect with her. She, by the way, is styles underscore by underscore Renee Marie. Um, I just want to, I need to confirm that because that was bothering me. But so that's her handle. So her and I will connect too. Um, but yeah, you're right. A lot of people there, I just feel like there's so many skill set classes local, just everywhere. You can find it anywhere. You could even find it online, but specific business stuff, I feel like is really hard to find in, in a specific niche. I love that. And I definitely see like a February class, right? Like a January, February mm-hmm. class. Oh, right? hey, an off season class. That's right. Class is it, man, which would go, which would tie perfectly into a, into this podcast. This is right. Yeah. Like I'm still, I'm doing some webinars off season uh, for business stuff. Like I have a contract one coming up. I think I'm going to do like another leadership one. Mm-hmm. Either way, whether it's a business class or anything that, you know, someone might feel like they're killing it in leadership and their business is doing awesome. But they're like, oh, I'm not so great at doing braids or 
curling or setting hair or whatever that may be. I mean, they really, it's really just a time to reflect on what needs to be done for you to kind of level up in your business. So if, if one wanted to do a, uh, one of your webinars, um, how would they get in touch with you? So most of my stuff at this point is on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So success, you success underscore you, and I'm constantly posting things. Um, and then just through email. So, Hey, I want to attend your class. Cool. I'll get you set up. There's a link that I send them and some of my workshops are in person. And then a lot of them I'm kind of moving online now so I can get a bigger spread of people kind of from all over. I love that. And a lot of that stuff will be available on Ariella's link tree too. So if you go to her Instagram page, there's the, um, you know, where you, where you click for the, uh, for the, for, for, if you don't know what link tree is where on Instagram, where you click the, uh, the website to, to bring you there, link tree actually allows you to, uh, to put a bunch of different links up on one link. So she'll have some of that stuff on her link tree as well. You know, her, uh, her, her webinars and her, uh, her other stuff. Her yeah. Other I'll stuff for sure have it on there. You know, that's cool. Miss Ariella, once again, you, uh, you, you, you drop nothing but bombs. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I, I just, I, I'm so grateful that you're in our life because, um, certainly I, I don't feel Tony and I professionally just haven't been involved in any weddings and stuff coming up. So it's kind of nice to kind of have that voice yeah. or your voice. Yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> fill that. that void in our life. <laughs> exactly. Thank you guys. And you guys yeah. know I gushed all, I gushed all over you guys right before we started recording, but you guys are awesome and I love everything you're doing. Oh, Ariella, thank uh, you very, much very much. Miss Ariella, what's her last name? Hey, thank now. you very much for joining <laughs> us on your day off. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, that's cool. I think you can find, actually, you can. You can find their music on, um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease. Peace and hair grease.